Hey friends, I'm Sharon Betters, and you're listening to the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark Inc. Ministries. And today's devotional is a continuing in our series called A Broken Hallelujah. Today's devotional is called Overcoming Light. And today's treasure is from John 1, 5. The light entered the darkness and the darkness could not overcome it, comprehend it, understand it. Friends, what happened in that prison cell? Lots of miracles. It was pitch dark, no natural light. It's midnight. Two men imprisoned on trumped up charges, severely beaten, stripped of their clothing, put in stocks. The jailer checks to make sure the prisoners are secured and then he goes to sleep. Here are the miracles. These two falsely imprisoned men don't scream about their innocence and demand freedom. Instead, around midnight, they started singing and praying loudly. Another miracle. They sing so loudly that the prisoners intently listened. The other prisoners didn't yell for them to stop, but instead wanted to hear the message of these loud men. Miracle. Suddenly, an earthquake shook the jail and opened the cells. Miracle. The prisoners stayed put. Miracle. Thinking he would lose his life because surely the prisoners had fled, the jailer listens when Paul tells him that all of them are still there. Miracle. The jailer asks how he can be saved. Miracle. The jailer and his household believe and are baptized. Miracle. The jailer cares for the wounds of Paul and Silas. In John 1.5, we read, The light of Jesus entered that cell and pierced the darkness. The darkness could not stop his light. To sing at midnight and live a life that is a broken hallelujah requires that we have an awe of the majesty of God and his ability to perform the miraculous at his discretion. When our then 17-year-old son Dan learned of Mark's death, he began to wail and to cry out, Mark, Mark, my brother, my brother, please God, let him come back. Daniel wanted a miracle that we knew God would not perform. When people asked what they could do for me, I said, give me back my son. I wanted a miracle that God has promised to give me, but in his time. Being able to sing at midnight means believing in God's power to perform these miracles at his discretion and in his time. It means having unclenched fists and a willingness to accept the treasures God chooses to give to us. Friends, we must never lose a sense of the mystery and miraculous. Some have called these gifts God sightings. I call them treasures in darkness. I have learned that if my hands are clenched, I can't receive those treasures. The story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego taught me this lesson. Their king, Nebuchadnezzar, demanded that everyone bow down and worship him. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refused in Daniel 3, verses 16 through 18. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace... The God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know your majesty, 
that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Friends, these three men trusted God as their deliverer and protector. God was their rock, rest, rescue, and refuge. Their understanding of his character and love compelled them to trust him, whether he saved them from the fiery furnace or not. Their hands were open to his purposes, and they did not fear what man could do to them. This was their broken hallelujah. Whether he saved them or not, they would not betray their God. Their response infuriated the king, and he ordered the fires to be heated up even more. The furnace was so hot that those pushing the three men into the fire died because of the heat. And then the miracle, as we read in Daniel 3, verses 24 through 28. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, certainly, your majesty. He said, look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire, and the satraps, prefects, governors, and royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their head singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces and their houses be turned into the piles of rubble for no other God, for no other God can save in this way. Friends, so this is not a story about singing. I embrace it as a song of worship in the middle of the fiercest midnight imaginable. They stood before their God with hands open and hearts bowed in submission to his purposes, believing that if they died, God had an eternal purpose for their deaths and they trusted him. What a challenge for me and for you. The older I get, the more I experience the freedom of those open hands and trusting God to bring about his purposes in my life. Such open hands also open my eyes to the priceless treasures he sends my way to remind me that he is the Lord my God, the one who calls me by name. Friends, are your hands open as you sing praises to God? If you struggle to surrender to God's purposes, symbolically, intentionally, unclench your fingers and open your hands as you pray. Don't miss the treasures he promises to send you in the darkness, in the prison, in secret places. And oh, Father, how grateful we are for those precious promises and for those precious treasures that you give so freely to us. Well, friends, here we are. It's Saturday, and I hope that whatever you're doing, you are enjoying your day. But it's possible that you are 
really struggling to keep things going for your family. Maybe you are struggling because you are a caregiver. You have someone that you love that desperately needs you. I understand that. My husband has suffered from some very serious illnesses where he needed me to be his full-time caregiver. And it was a privilege for me to do that. And thankfully, he's passed that. But in our Help and Hope podcast that we want to showcase this week, our guest is Marissa Bondarit, and we are calling this podcast Care for the Caregiver. Marissa knows what it is to be overwhelmed by the daily responsibilities of being a caregiver. In this conversation, she shares how her journey into caregiving started when her family received a devastating diagnosis for her four-year-old daughter. Not only does she give comfort for caregivers in this podcast, her story through the land of childhood cancer will encourage you as well. I love how Marissa takes us deep into her journey, caring not just for one child, but a second who received a cancer diagnosis. I I just can't even imagine the heaviness of her heart. And yet she transparently shares with us that journey. Her passion for other caregivers is found in her book, Who Cares for You? It is a beautiful devotional that is designed just to give hope to caregivers. How do you take care of yourself? Marissa helps you do that. So go to helpandhopenow.org and look for my conversation with Marissa Bondarit, Care for the Caregiver. Go to helpandhopenow.org, click the Help and Hope link, and there you're going to find this podcast. I'm Sharon Betters. Thanks so much for joining us. Don't forget to share daily treasure with others. Leave a rating, leave a comment. I look forward to being with you tomorrow.